Hello there. You've stumbled across Talking Comic-Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, a weekly podcast reviewing all the headlines in the world of San Diego Comic-Con. This is Season 2, Episode 32, recorded on Sunday the 29th of June, with 11 days to the start of San Diego Comic-Con proper. This week has seen the release of the SDCC program schedules, and in this marathon episode, myself, Lena Sultana, Alyssa Franks of the Friends of CCI Forum, Kimberly Walton of the Nerd Element, and John from Nerd Link tear through the listings to find the highlights, clashes, and hidden gems for this year. This episode is graciously supported by the amazing Dark Bunny Tees. Head to darkbunnytees.com to look through their brilliant range and selection of cool movie-themed t-shirts and hoodies, especially the brand new Jurassic Park Hammond shirt, which is absolutely amazing and perfect for wearing to your screening of Jurassic World. Hello and welcome to An Englishman in San Diego with myself, Leonard Sultana. It is a week and three days to go to San Diego Comic-Con 2015 and now the schedules have come out and things are truly off the scale. Uh, it's getting to the point now where we're, a couple of us are losing sleep and <coughs> we to desperately balance uh, between all the content. Anyone who turns around and says, oh, San Diego Comic-Con, there's no on. Yeah, there's nothing on this year, nothing I want to go see. Frankly, you're not looking hard enough because there is plenty on the docket uh, this year. It's just insane. And we are going to talk about that very soon. First things first, I do want to say that the Hangout is sponsored by DartBunnyTees.com. Thank you very much indeed to DartBunnyTees for supplying us with some great uh, prizes over the last couple of uh, months. And they're going to do so again uh, next week as well. Uh, Next week, we have got a super bumper prize pack, which we're going to give away on the last uh, Hangout before Comic-Con uh, next Sunday. Uh, we'll find out, you'll find out more as on my uh, Twitter, which is EnglishmanSDCC. We'll be revealing the details for that on Tuesday. Okay. But first things first, we do want to give away the prize for uh, this week, which was um, it was a two prizes thing. Uh, the first prize was one of the um, Stay Puffed Uh, Ghostbusters tees, which is just great. And uh, the winner of that particular uh, T-shirt, free of charge, on us, is Neil Morris. Congratulations. He took part in the uh, the raffle on the website. Congratulations, Neil. We'll be getting in contact with you after the Hangout, and uh, we'll let you know how we can get that T-shirt to you. And we also were giving away a, um, not a second prize as such, uh, but certainly uh, a which is a promo code, which is to the value of one of the tees on the Dartbunny site, but you can also exchange it for one of the hoodies. All the great stuff that is on dartbunnytees.com. And the winner of that prize is Betsy Woodin, who took part in the raffle. Congratulations. You two are our winners, and we are going to get in contact with you um, once the Hangout is over and done with. Well done. Right. So like I say, we are going to do a, a bumper prize. Uh, one last uh, giveaway uh, next week on the last Hangout before Comic-Con next Sunday. So... Uh, we've got three great guests who are going to help me go through the minefield, which is the San Diego Comic-Con schedule <coughs> 2015. Uh, first things first, um, my regular um, uh, partner in crime here on the uh, the Hangout. Hello, Alyssa. How are you? Hi, crazy. 
not sleeping, I'm starting to not eat, but I am also leaving on Saturday. So it's the pressure is on all of it. I've moved from things that I should do to things that I'm only going to, I know I'm going to be able to do. You know, <laughs> it's it shifted. So. <laughs> okay. I mean, when, when, do you, so you leave on Saturday. I, I, will leave be, on Saturday. I will be asking the rest of the guests. Uh, getting there for Saturday. I'll be asking the rest of the guests as well when they be uh, heading into town. Uh, next thing, next one up is uh, we've got Kimberly from uh, uh, Kimberly Warren from the Nerd Element. Hello, Kimberly. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate oh, it. Well, Always love doing this show. It's great to actually finally get you on because we keep inviting you on, and either you're too busy, oh. some technical issues, and it just we've never seemed to kind of. It's very much ships in the night where we keep passing, but it's great to have finally get you on. It's good to good to have you join us. It's great to be here. It is so yay and the schedule. I love yeah. doing this this particular show. So if, if Kimberly's looking a little bit fried and possibly a little bit de- uh, distraught at this point, oh. just why? I want to cry. We'll be coming up. Don't worry. Uh, when, when, when do you head into town? Um, I. I go I, I go to San Diego on Monday, but I'm going to go to Vegas on this Wednesday, so I have to get my stuff together in the next two days, really. So, so I'm I'm freaking out a little bit. Well, you're having a nice little chilled out holiday before heading to San Diego, but you're going to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Are you a gambler? I, no, I'm not, but I will spend $400 in buffets, easy. But <laughs> I... I uh I had in my mind when I set this up that I would be ready by the 29th, no problem. I'd have everything together. It's not. It's not <laughs> happening. It's not happening. You said it's so much better than I did. <laughs> I won't be ready until the day before I leave. I think that's gonna happen. I have I had I do have downtime in Vegas. Well, I come back on Saturday night, and then I've got Sunday to get ready before I leave on Monday. So it's yeah. Right. Okay. So, and on top of that, there is a uh, a panel that you would like to go to. Listen. I... No, we'll 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 come back to it. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll, let, we'll let you stew a little bit longer. Uh, <laughs> and last but not least, another uh, person we haven't had on the guest for ages, and uh, it's good to have him back. Hello, John from Nerdlink. How are you keeping, sir? Uh, doing well. My life has been extremely busy the past couple months, so I'm. Thank you for having me on the show today, but it's uh this is the first weekend I've had where nothing was nothing was going on, but then Comic Con's coming up in a in a week and a half, so it's just gonna be craziness again. Yeah. What what have you been up to since we spoke last then? Uh well I had my wife had a kid, so that That's was probably where I was leading, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yes. I have a son, he's four months old now, but he's he's great so far. Uh, I'll say so far. But uh <laughs> This is my first kid, so we'll see how he goes. But he's—he's—it's been a great time. Um, and I also—I—I uh, I filmed a TV show, which is going to be on in in the fall. So uh, once I'm able to share more info on that, uh, I will. But uh, unfortunately, if I don't want to get fined, I can't say anything. <laughs> you have been a busy boy. Excellent. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. Okay. Thank you very much indeed to my guests for joining us today. Then. So. 
the Q&A is well and truly open. There's loads of people jumping in on there, loads of people talking about... Um, <laughs> I quite like a couple of these, actually. Taylor Productions, I'm on the verge of crying just thinking about Hall H Line on Friday. Uh, we got Kitty Gunn, who's saying the fun has arrived. Geeky morning, everyone. Make it a great day or not. The choice is you, yours, or it's up to Nerd HQ. Uh, so uh, well, that's one way of kind of uh, ducking out of the whole uh, conflict issue at Comic-Con. Say what? Ignore that. I'll go to Nerd HQ and let that squabble going mm-hmm. on. <laughs> Tristan Stewart, can't believe it's so close. So much planning and preparation and money for just a few days, but it's all worth it. Absolutely. So, yeah, jump in on the Q&A if there's anything you want to talk about. And, of course, on Twitter, using the hashtag CupOTSDCC. Jump in on the conversation. We'd love to have you along. And, of course, let everyone know that we're, uh, we're doing this and we can all uh, do this. Very soon, indeed, we're talking ten past six now. And I know that Alyssa is not going to be really paying attention to a great deal of this Hangout because she's going to be focused on the forum and also on the Sunday schedule. How's that gone live? Yes. We're going to take a break, another about 10, 15 minute break. <laughs> we're going to let Alyssa deal with that for a little while. Uh, what we're going to do is going to do a uh, breakdown of the uh, the panel rooms uh, day by day. Uh, we're going to be covering uh, hidden gems. So if there's anything that you've spotted in the uh, the the, uh, the the listings that you want to talk about, do let us know. And also uh, just general conflicts as well. Is there anything that you'd like to see, but there's something else? What kind of scheduling clashes are happening? Jump in on the Q&A and let us know about those. So um, I've talked enough, so I will let somebody else have a crack first before I take on Hall H., so what we will go to? Um, who wants who wants to go first? Uh, uh, as everybody is looking at the panels, uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna. I'm not looking. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna wait till like we come to it, and then I'm gonna see it fresh. So. Uh, I haven't. I I didn't pull it up. I have. I'm looking at um actually the schedule for Ballroom 20 okay. for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So I can talk a little bit about that if you guys want. Okay. Well, I mean, you can also go go into Sunday as well at the end. So uh, yeah, jump in. So starting with the. It's not showing up for some reason when I pull up Ballroom 20. Like there's no Sunday, so I don't know if they're just not in. There's just no Ballroom 20 on Sunday or. Uh, let's see. Thursday. Sometimes there isn't. Because I, I, I'm just looking at the simple schedule, the print view, and it's not it's not showing up. Right. You've got to go scroll all the way. Oh, is it? Because I, I know I've got to scroll all the way down to the bottom. And then it's in, they do it in a weird order. But I agree. I am not seeing it. I've got 30, room 3, room 4, 5A. Uh, I don't think they're open on Sunday. They're not usually open on Sunday. No? no? I, 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 Track on then Thursday. So what what have you seen? Um, so Thursday there's only um, four panels in there. So we've got the autobiography of James T. Kirk, um, CBS TV Studios Comic Con lineup including Extant, Limitless, Scorpion, Under the Dome, and Zoo. Then we've got a Sherlock panel, and to end it out is in uh, MTV's Teen Wolf, which I pretty I would go to every single one of these because I watch. All of those shows. Uh, Limitless hasn't started yet, of course, but I will totally watch that show. Um, except for Zoo. I don't know anything about Zoo. 
so, and it's Thursday, which conflicts with a lot. Of, I don't even know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to do, but um, I would imagine that the panels for Thursday, bottom 20, they're probably gonna, it's probably going to be a big line. MTV's Teen Wolf's got a huge following, but then so does Sherlock. So I'm hoping those Sherlock fans can get into that room because we all know that teenage girls rule <laughs> when it comes to um, monopolizing. So there are just there are tons of them. There are tons of them, and they will show up there, and they will be screaming, and I hope they don't push all the Sherlock fans out because um, that would be really cool to see. I think the screaming might actually be kind of at a minimized rate, thank goodness, considering that um, you're not talking many of the – well, you're talking one of the stars that's showing up, It's which is Rupert Graves. Uh, it is going to be uh, Stephen Moffat and uh, the Sue. It's going to be a Stephen Moffat and uh, Sue Virtue show um, show for that particular uh, panel. So hopefully, um, Sherlock fans will absolutely come out of the woodwork. But um, I think it's going to be very much a rarefied um, um, crowd for that. And I think you'll find out for a lot of the uh, the Ballroom Twenty stuff on the Thursday. Yeah, I just I know that. There have been times where people couldn't get into panels because of certain like fans. Like I remember Avatar: The Last Airbender. There's a lot of people um, in that panel for that cartoon, um, and there was a panel afterwards. I can't remember what it was that people just couldn't get into because of all those fans. Um, and I'm worried about those fans of Teen Wolf doing that to the, the people yeah. of Sherlock. So that's why I try to avoid ballroom 20 and hall H for the most part is because all those campers are in there. Mm-hmm. That's why when, once we get to star Wars, that's, I wish that was a lot earlier in the day. Oh my yeah, God. I've, I've got a theory. I've got a theory about that. So uh, we'll know we'll come back to that when we do hall H. So, okay. Um, I think the big um, panel of that particular day is that CBS studios one because of the amount of yeah. shows uh, involved. Yeah. And uh, not only that, but I wonder. Um, let me let me look at the detail view because I wonder who's going to be there for those shows. Um, it looks like Extant well, Haley Berry is going to be there. Um, the Mickey Fisher. So. Um, Mickey Morgan as well. Mhm. Yeah, they've actually got a lot of a lot of the stars here. So. That's going to be a big. It's going to be a very very big panel. Mm. I would really like to see that um, because I watch Extant, I watch Scorpion, I watch Under the Dome, I will watch Limitless. I don't know anything about Zoo, but I will find out before that panel. I um, think it premieres um, like on the 29th, the first episode. Oh, really? So, so Monday? Yeah. Um, tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, it's it, it hasn't even, the first episode hasn't even aired yet. Billy Burke is in it, so yeah. It looks. I've been seeing a lot of adverts for it, and it looks kind of interesting. But you know, in a summer popcorny kind of way. I'm gonna have to put that on my list to look up tonight (laughs) to see if it comes on. Just writing a little note here at the top of my DVR alerts. (laughs) Okay, so that's the Thursday. Um, Can you see much in terms of camping out for that particular um, for ballroom twenty? I don't want to. Like, I would like to show up at 6.30 and get in line and hope for the best. Um, Good luck with that. But I know, right? But like I said, those 
like, oh, those Teen Wolf fans. I know because I, I saw at Paley Fest, I'm telling you, the freaking, uh, so I don't know. Um, and I really would like to get in there to see the CBS um, stuff, but I'm sure it conflicts with all age. I don't even want to look. I'm scared. I mean, I, I glanced at, like, all age, and to me it looked like I was going to be stuck there multiple days. Um, so I'm in denial right now. It is incredibly strong. It, the listing is, absolutely. Okay, so, I mean, if, I, I think if we were going to uh, have a guess at trying to get into that room, certainly um, to guarantee, say, for example, um, uh, say, for example, the uh, CBS one, I would, I think you're going to be looking at a mid, midnight to three. Mm-hmm. Most definitely yeah. at the latest. Get in. Three to six to kind of <laughs> toss a coin on that one. Okay. Yeah. Right, so what's your thoughts on the Friday panel then? So Friday we've got Inside the Big Bang Theory Writer Room, which it's so I went to one of those and I don't I I don't watch the Big Bang Theory, I know. Um but I, I was at one of the panels um because I wanted to see something after it. And it didn't have any of the cast listed and cast members showed up, so um I think people expect that whether they have cast members listed or not, and I'm gonna check in a second if they do after I go through these. Uh but has a big following. Very, very big following. It's the first panel of the day, 10 a.m. Um, after it's Falling Skies, the final farewell, because this is the last season of Falling Skies, which starts tonight. Um, the 100, I did go to a panel um, at WonderCon for the 100, and uh, has a big following, too. After that is Minority Report, which is a new series. Um, and then Marvel Television Presents. And I Oh, Agent Carter. I totally want to be there for Agent Carter. I just, she's going to be there, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they're going to be there, and I, I would really like to go to that. The problem is it's Friday in the middle of the day, and we all know what's on Friday. <laughs> so, what's Friday? I'm going to try not to cry. In Hall H? Oh. The, no. the big conflict. <laughs> um... <laughs> So after that, you have the originals, a very big following again. I saw them at Paley Fest, Screaming Girls. iZombie after that, and then you have the world premiere of Justice League, God and Monsters, and then an encore screening after that. So that is really a very big day. Yeah. A lot of Big Bang Theory fans, So, um, and it's the first panel. So I could expect people to... Line up really early for that one. Maybe you'll be able to get in if some of them leave. Um, I don't know how big a Falling Skies panel is. Like I've gone to a couple of their panels and I've been able to get into the rooms easily, but I've also gone gone during WonderCon. I've never gone during Comic Con, so it's a little bit easier to get into panels during WonderCon. Although it's getting harder and harder. Yeah. And Noah Wiley's there, and um, he hasn't been in a panel before. Every time I've seen the Falling Skies panel, he hasn't been there, but he's there this time. Oh, I think it's also the case of it is that kind of that final farewell mm-hmm. element to it as well, which kind of everyone's just going to have a very emotional. But it's gonna, I suspect it's gonna be very similar to um, the Firefly um, setup a couple of years back, where the big panel kind of dominates the room, and campers for that will kind of crowd out a lot of the um, the diehard fans for, say, for example. Uh, 
100, Falling Skies, and Big Bang Theory. The big panel of that day is that Marvel te- Television Presents because um, obviously you're going to have a large amount of the cast there. It's just going to be very difficult, and I'm hoping that it doesn't completely um, swamp things out. I mean, you do have, um, thankfully, that minority report, which is a little bit of an unknown quantity, which will kind of sort the wheat from the chaff uh, to some degree. <laughs> No, well, um, because it is so unknown. It is such an unknown quantity, so. Yeah, I feel like that room is going to be extremely packed until at least after Marvel, um, and then some people might leave because, you know, I watch the originals and the Marvel shows, but usually there's a different, it's a different crowd. So, um, but I think a lot of people uh, who are not doing Hall H, who have given up on Hall H for that day, um, we'll probably be in line for Ballroom 20 to see that Marvel um, television studio. Since Marvel is not going to be there, their, like their movie section, I mean, it's going to be all about the television. So they probably have uh, have got some stuff in store for us. So I would I would really like to see that panel. I don't know if it's going to happen, <laughs> but I'd really so like to see we'll it. What we'll do is we'll do Thursday, Friday, and then we'll go um, across the the, the guests. I guess, and then we'll come back to the uh, Saturday and Sunday. So okay. then we're not kind of like just blitzing with one room. So we'll go to um, John next. Uh, which room are you looking at? <laughs> I'm looking at the Indigo Ballroom, and that, for the most part, every Comic-Con I go to, it's, that's the room I could stay in all day long. And there's something that I like pretty much every single panel. It's not the huge panels like, let's say, Star Wars this year or... Um, any of the bigger ones, and like Marvel or DC or any WB and stuff like that, but they're like borderline really big, borderline not so popular, but um, for the most part, I can stay in, in the Indigo Ballroom, which is in the uh, Hilton Bayfront where I'm staying, which is always convenient. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, just looking at the schedule, I wrote some notes. So... Uh, just some of the, the, the nicer ones. Uh, Thursday starts off with uh, Sanjay Super Team Short, which is a Pixar um, short uh, cartoon that they're going to be talking about and kind of going over and letting you know kind of like uh, that. What's that? You've got something before that. Is there something before that? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, the ten- oh. And I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan, so uh, no, I'm going to pull you up on that one. Uh, I'll then, I'll <laughs> The 10 o'clock start with Grant Morrison and Graphic India, which yeah. is uh, Myth, Magic, and Monsters. Uh, Grant Morrison is always uh, an entertaining uh, panel, and he's talking about um, basically his new comic launch, which is 18 days. Um, it's gonna, that's going to be very, very much for um, the specialists in the room, but uh, no, Grant Morrison's always a good giggle. So. All right. It's always fun to try and decipher his Scottish accent as well. <laughs> Even for us Brits, it's hard work. Um, so, yeah. So, no, you've got Grant Morrison, which is 10 while um, 11. And then yeah. you have your... Uh, yes, you have the spanner in the works to my Disney theory. What's your Disney theory? Well, the Disney Are we going to have a Disney panel uh, on Saturday uh, because oh. Pixar announced that uh, Sanjay's super team was going to be getting screened. And I thought, well, excellent. We may be having a Disney panel then. And a panel all of their own. So okay. Um, next we next we have a voiceover celebration with a, a lot of different uh, voiceover actors and kind of going over uh, cartoons, video games, and other 
kind of voice actors, um, people from Susan Eisenberg, Paul, uh, Rob Paulson, um, characters from who they were in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, the Diablo franchise, which I love, uh, Full Metal Alchemist for some of the anime fans out there, League of Legends, um, and Call of Duty. So that one is for any people interested in voiceovers. Um, next, we've got Geek and Sundry uh, with Felicia Day. Uh, so it'll be Felicia Day and Will Wheaton kind of going over the um, Geek and Sundry and what they're up to and information like that. that. I always miss that panel, and I really... I've seen it before, like at WonderCon. I really love that panel because I really love Geek and Sundry. I love Felicia Day and mm-hmm. Will Wheaton. Um, I like Felicia Day, but I don't like her, her music. <laughs> <laughs> her music? Yeah, she has this, like, like cowboy. No, I don't think so. It was like some, uh, I tweeted her about it and she responded to me and she said, most people don't like it. It was about oh, like a cowboy. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Like a space cowboy or something like that. Space girl and oh, cowboy. I think it's, but I think it's like a spoof. Like she does those for like, um, the guild. She did those. Do you want to date my oh. avatar? And I'm the one that's cool and they're funny. Um, yeah. but I don't well, know if they're serious. It's unlikely that she's watching, but in the, they sense that um, she gets word about this particular hangout. Number one, I'm certain John doesn't mean too much harm about. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the guild is awesome. Yeah. I'm just not a huge fan of the, the music, but uh, <laughs> I, I love Felicia Day, Geek and Sundry, Will Wheaton, and everything like that. I I absolutely love that. Um, the music, meh, but it's not my cup of tea. Fair enough. And. Um, also, we'll say uh, we'll wish you all the very best, uh, Felicia. Happy birthday! Because I know it's your birthday today. Aww. There you I go. Have to tweet her. I did not know that. Yeah, Twitter there. Right. Okay. What's What's on after um, the Geek and Sundry then? Um, new TV Land. Uh, so it's going to be talking about uh, some of the new TV Land series. There's a new series uh, coming out called uh, What's it called? The Imposter or Imposter. That's maybe it's just spelled wrong. The Imposter with Michael Rosenbaum, uh, who is uh, Lex Luthor in the Smallville series. Uh, it's going to be moderated by Michael Ian Black, and it's going to also be called another show that they're going to be talking about is Teachers, uh, and Allison Brie is going to be there. She was in she's in Community, uh, so they're going to be talking about the the new TV land on that. That is at 2 p.m. After that is uh, the third annual musical. Anatomy of a Superhero. Um, not too familiar with that one. I'll probably... Not that's big basically um, composers of uh, genre um, yeah. films. And there's some major names in there. Uh, Junkie XL, who did Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Beck, who did Ant-Man, and also was the uh, primary music guy for Whedon, for uh, Buffy, and for um, Angel... Brian Tyler, who is my personal hero, uh, who did Avengers Age of Ultron and Iron Man 3. Uh, Blake Neely, who did Supergirl, uh, Arrow and Flash. It's basically a current who's who of um, uh, superhero. Like musical composers. Hell of a, hell of a lineup. That, I, yeah. For me, that's probably the biggest fan of that day. A, a big fan. Okay. And Next one we got um, uh, Comedy Central's Moonbeam City. Uh, it's a new animated series going to be on Comedy Central. Rob Lowe's going to be there. Uh, Scott Gardner is going or Gardner uh, is going to be there, and Tom Blanche. 
uh, producers and creators of the, the show. That's at four. And that is... Well, yeah, no, there should be more. Uh, yeah. I think uh, that should be all. For Indigo? First look at Crackle Super Mansion. Mm-hmm. There we at go, five. Super Mansion. Yep. In, in Comedy I mean, you may kind of have skipped over that in the... Uh, uh, in the the schedule, but considering you've got Brian Cranston, uh, Seth Green, and Gillian Bell uh, on that particular panel, Brian Cranston, it's going to be that's going to be a huge one. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Drunk History, uh, Drunk History is going to be on there as well. Yeah, and then to wrap things up, you've got Drunk History. Yeah, and that that is on Thursday. Okay. Right, and then moving. Um, so, I mean, can you see much in terms of things that people would camp out for? I think Indigo is something you can pretty much one walk into. Uh, Indigo can be. I think Thursday is going to be a little easier to get into than Friday, which is the main day that I'm would be at panels, but I'm going to miss them all pretty much. But uh, Thursday seems to be not too bad. Uh, you could probably get in. You don't have to camp out at 10 p.m. the night before or midnight. Um, but if you want to get there for the at least some of the morning shows, uh, I would probably get there 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It shouldn't be too bad. But Friday, on the next, on the other hand, is going to be, I think, a little different. Okay. Because starting off, um, Friday is probably my favorite day. Um, it's got a lot of cartoons. Uh, from Cartoon Network, uh, Adult Swim is going to be there, and uh, FX. So starting off, you got regular show on Uncle Grandpa. Uh, that's Cartoon Network's uh, cartoons, two of their the best ones, two of my favorite shows on on that on that network. Um, that's starting off at 10 o'clock to 11. Uh, so they'll probably they're going to have some of the voice actors and, and the creators of those shows to be on there. Uh, at 10 and then 11, you've got Adventure Time and Steven Universe, and those have pretty big followings. So if you want to be, see that, definitely get there early. Uh, Steven Universe is kind of a more of a cult following, I guess, same with Adventure Time, but they've all got a, a huge fan base right now, so uh, that definitely, I see all of those being packed. Uh, maybe people trickle in uh, for the first one for Uncle Grandpa and regular show, but Steven Universe and Adventure Time, I, I'm assuming, is going to be a full house. So, And I think from there on, it's going to be Pretty, pretty packed. Yeah, Adventure Time is always. I've seen them at WonderCon too. I've been, I've been in a panel that's had to be after it, and they've got a mm-hmm. big following. Yeah. Very big following. And then after that is the well, it's the, I think it's going to be the last season of like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Um, so this one's called Aqua Teen Hunger Force Forever. Uh, it's the last uh, season for it. So uh, I think after this might be your the last time you might be able to get in. Uh, after Steven Universe and um, Adventure Time are done, I think some people will leave uh, because that's when Adult Swim is going to start taking over that room. So we got Aqua Teen Hunger Force and the new uh, show Your Pretty Faces Going to Hell. That's the, the name of the show. Um, so we've got some of the, the creators and the voice actors, uh, Dave Willis, Dana Snyder from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. He's Master Shake. Uh, they're also in Squidbillies, uh, if anybody watches that. Uh, so that is going to start the... Um, the Aqua Team, or the Adult Swim panels, and then you have after that, 
you've got Rick and Morty, which has got a pretty big following. So you got Dan Harmon, who's the creator of it. Uh, he also created Community. He'll be there. Um, Justin Rowland from Adventure Time as well. Uh, they are going to be there for the the Rick and Morty panel from Adult Swim. So those are always uh, two popular ones that are probably going to be there. Um, after that is going to be the Mike Tyson Mysteries. Um, so I'm not sure if anybody's watched it. I haven't really watched this show, but uh, Mike Tyson always brings up He's always a popular character. He will actually be at the panels for the show, and I think he's also doing a signing later in the day. So Mike Tyson Mysteries at 2.15. Uh, so if you want to check that out, uh, there will be there'll probably be a little room for that, maybe. Uh, but this is when people are going to start coming in for the, the next few of them because you got, after Mike Tyson's Mystery, you got Robot Chicken. So you've got Seth Green going to be there, Breckin Meyer, uh, Matthew Senrick. Uh, some of the uh, creators and executive producers are going to be there. Uh, and John Jeffs is, or Jeff Johns as well, he's going to be there. He's the uh, chief creative officer uh, from DC Entertainment. So he will also be on the panel uh, for the new look of uh, Robot Chicken, the DC comic special. So uh, Robot Chicken's creating a DC special, so uh, Jeff Johns will be for that panel. So I'm assuming that one's going to be pretty full. And then probably two of the main ones I'd love to see, um, which I don't think I'll be able to make it in, is uh, Bob's Burgers, which is at four. So the creator, Lauren Bouchard, is going to be there. John Benjamin, who plays Bob. Um, Dan Mintz, um, who plays Tina. Eugene Merman. The whole cast is going to be there from Bob's Burgers. Uh, so that will be packed, guaranteed. Excellent. And for that... Go ahead, Leonard. Um, uh, no, it's okay. I think you've okay. got one more yeah. in that room. Uh, Bob's Burgers is going to be huge. And then right after that is Archer which is another show uh, that's on FX. Uh, so H. John Benjamin is going to be there, Alicia Ty- Aisha Tyler, Jessica Walter, Judy Greer, Chris Parnell. So pretty much the whole the voice cast for Archer is going to be there. And if it's anything like last year, if you want to get to the, one of those panels, you need to go there early. You need to go there. I think we were going to get in line last year about noon, and we weren't able to get in. The line was out the door, down the, the boardwalk, all the way past or towards the, the actual convention center uh, behind the, the Hilton Bayfront. So if you want to go to either one of those, you probably want to get there as early as you can. Otherwise, you're not going to get in. Wow. So instead of instead of going to those panels, I just went in the pool uh, that's connected to the Bayfront, and I watched everybody burn while I, while I had... I had beer and I had uh, food wow. at the pool all day. I'm not going to say I wouldn't have liked to be in the panels, but uh, swimming and just kind of hanging out was a nice second uh, consolation prize. Fair enough. Okay. Um, um, if you were wanting to get into this room, say for the earlier panels, we, are you looking at around sort of like three to six kind of? Yeah, that's a good bet. I don't think you need to be there anything really later. Um, especially for Indigo Ballrooms. It's a bigger room, but it's nowhere near the size of Hall H or Ballroom 20. So uh, if you want to get there for the morning, I say they're all day, three to six would probably be a good time. But if you want to go for the later ones, you know, you're going to skip the mid ones, you still want to get there probably around noon or so, to between 10 and noon, somewhere right around there. I know we talked about um, just doing Thursday and Friday, but I do have a question about Indigo on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, was wondering, given that they're going to do the childhood's end, and then they're going to do um, 
uh, 12 Monkeys, right? Mm -hmm. I think either the next one right after that. I'm wondering what you think the time for queuing up for that, for the Indigo Room on Saturday might be. You think it's still three to six? Um, Man, Nerdus is in there. I mean, you got Last Man on Earth, which is starting mm-hmm. at 10 a.m., which mm-hmm. um, the cast is going to be there. Will Forte is going to be there. Kristen Schaal is going to be January Jones and Chris Miller. So they're all going to be there. So three to six probably would be good. Um, I don't know. How, I honestly don't know how popular Last Man on Earth is. I enjoy the show, so I would go to it. But um, three to six probably would be good. Isn't it I mean, crazy that we're talking about lining up at 3 a.m. for something that's starting at 10 or even at, like, 1? It's, every time it blows my mind how much how earlier you need to get in line. And this but, is uh, old. in the pri- one of the prime rooms. I mean, we're not talking Hall yeah. H or Ballroom 20 here. Exactly. This isn't yeah. the main ones. It's, it's yeah. one of the bigger ones, but it's not the biggest. And you still have to get in line at 2, 3 or earlier just to make sure you can get into something in the afternoon. It's pretty ridiculous, but it's just the nature of it these days. So three to six, I think, would be a good good point to get in if you want to get in for the afternoon. Okay. Wow. Thank you very much indeed for that. Like I say, we'll come back to uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, But let's go to Alyssa. What room are you looking at? I'm looking at – I spent a lot of time at 6BCF. Um, Between the video game um, with my son – the video game uh, panels and the NASA panels um, and some of the uh, uh, shows that happen, the pilot premieres that they have, I tend to find myself in that room quite a bit. Um, on Thursday, they've got uh, a Battlestar. They open with a Battlestar Galactica. Then they move on to Street Fighter V, uh, Call of Duty, Blizzard Entertainment. Yeah, as my son just... Woohoo! In the background. Blizzard would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's not big into World of Warcraft. Anyway, um, the the Blizzard the Blizzard panel seemed pretty generic. Um, you know, just introducing what's happening uh, with regards to uh, where they're going over the next bit of time. Um, the following, let's see, Blizzard talks to game, yeah, game and extended game Q&A session. So, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe go, maybe go out for a a breather there. Um, for me, my son would probably be in line to ask questions. Um, the next thing is Kirkman's Skybound Entertainment Panel, where they're going to be showing an extended, they're talking, They'll be showing an extended um, full-length feature trailer for um, uh, their show, AIR. Um, They're going to be talking about where they're going. Uh, It's Kirkman and David Alpert uh, with The Outcast. So they're celebrating their fifth anniversary. That sounds like it might be interesting. so the um, AIR is starring Norman Reedus and Desmond Guzman. So I'm not I'm not quite sure who who that is. Somebody will help me with with the actors. I'm sure. Anyway, the next panel we're talking about is, and I've lost it. 
there we go, is um, the two NASA panels, which, of course, are my highlights, <laughs> as everybody says, <laughs> turning science fiction into science fact and Journey to Mars. Um, both of those sound very interesting to me. The uh, Journey to Mars is the main theme that NASA has been going over. Um, tremendously upset that the SpaceX rocket exploded um, that this morning. Um, it was going to resupply the, the space station. Um, the, uh, the NASA panel, it basically turning reality or imaginations into reality. And it's got uh, uh, participating panelists include um, Anita Stud, Adam Nimroy, uh, astrophysicists, uh, deputy chief scientists and uh, and JPL people, so it it, it looks kind of interesting. Um, cool. I like the way that the um, Journey to Mars panel actually also ties in with um, other Comic Con content because, like you say, uh, 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 Adnita uh, Sood and uh, Andy Weir, who are the executive producer and the writer of The Martian, um, <laughs> Which is a nice little tie-in um, to uh, uh, obviously a panel which I haven't checked out yet, which is kind of assuming is going to be happening, uh, which is the uh, um, the one uh, that uh, is uh, around that film. But also, you got Adam Nim- Nim- uh, Adam Nimoy as well, which is uh, Leonard Nimoy's son, mm-hmm. the producer of the uh, 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 Turning. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's part of the Turning Science Fiction into Science Fact. Uh, panel, which I think is, yeah, I think you're right, it's going to be very interesting as those two panels. Just uh, interesting ideas, you know, yeah. being being thrown around. Um, the, it, the next panel in that room is Dark Matter, and I don't know if anybody's seen, I think it's a sci-fi show, if anybody else has watched that. It's kind of fun. Uh, spaceship traveling about, I think they've had one or two episodes on the sci-fi channel. I don't know if you get that over in um, Britain, Leonard. Uh, we get the channel, but um, we haven't. Uh, I think Dark Matter is due to start, or it's it's just about started. Mm-hmm. It's it's not terribly deep, but it it's kind of fun, you know. So. I hear you. Uh, I'm sorry. I hear you. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then we finish up the day with Doctor Horrible sing along. Uh. Then the next day. Uh. They've got um, uh, a Halo 5. Again, this is um, Friday morning. You're talking Halo 5, the Guardian story, continuing along with the theme of the video games. Uh, Lucifer Pilot. Um, and I'm kind of interest, intrigued by this one. It's called Marvel's All New, All Different Avengers. And I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure... How that's gonna? How that's gonna? <laughs> it is so hard to talk over him. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> My son is talking in the background about the video game panels. <laughs> Ignore him. I am trying to. Tom, no, Brevoort. That's not what I had said actually. I said it better. The Avengers thing better not be the ultimate thing because I hate that. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't even make sense half the time. So, with regards to the Avengers panel, um, it's 
Earth Mightiest Heroes, Tom Brevoort, Sonia Arnett, uh, Mark Wade and Nick Spencer um, from Daredevil and Ant-Man are on hand to discuss the newest devel developments. And that has the potential of being interesting, just given all of the people that are in there with the Ant-Man um, mm -hmm. and Daredevil and bringing in Netflix. It would be interesting to see if there's going to be any sort of a crossover between the Netflix, and I'm just talking off the top of my head, um, people and the, the Marvel movie franchise kind of yeah, thing, definitely. or if this is going to be more of a comic-based panel. That's yeah. going to be pure comics, isn't it? Mm. I think it's more about also, the, with, the, with that particular lineup as well, it's definitely going to be about the, the A-Force lineup, which mm. is all-female uh, lineup uh, of the Avengers, which um, kick-started with Secret Wars, uh, with mm -hmm. the latest run. It's very interesting, however, that that is, a, like I say, a pretty much a pure comics panel, in between all the uh, the, t the television stuff, it almost seems like a palate cleanser uh, amongst all the others, which is um, because the next one is Assassin's Creed, and yeah. then it, and then it's how to get a job in video games, and then mm. we go back to TV, which is The Colony, um, which is a new USA show that's coming out, and then Kimberly's favorite, <laughs> <laughs> <Orphan> Black. <laughs> <laughs> So that's uh, then we go into uh, uh, worst cartoons ever and Spike and Mike's. But um, so it's it's a really eclectic grouping in there. But it's not it's not prone for for line camp for room camping though. So mm -mm. doesn't sound like it. Yeah. I'd be interested to see the Halo one, but I think uh, like um, I'm certain that uh, Kimberly likes to jump in on this. Um, <laughs> Orphan Black. Orphan Black, though. You yeah. probably want to camp a little before that. They're going to be there in the morning. Just If you want to see any of that before Orphan Black, just get there early. Oh. They're going to be there in the morning. Oh. I think I had to go in last time five panels before. That's brutal. They were, they were already there. So oh. they really yeah. just need to move that to Ballroom 20, but... Right. Who knows? It conflicts with everything in the world. Okay. So. Yeah. Right. It's we, we've kind of we let's pick up the pace because uh, there's we, we've only done Thursday and Thursday and Friday. Let's uh, let's uh, crack on. Uh, okay. So you, you, we don't think there's going to be much in the way of camping going to be for uh, for uh, six BCF then. Correct. It's just more a case of getting there in prime time for the panel that you want to see. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Right, and then there's um, let's <laughs> what you would have expected us to have started off with, but um, we've I've decided that we're going to leave it till uh, a little bit later on because then we can um, uh, talk about uh, the other panels. But uh, yes, Hall H, let's uh, crack on with it then. So starting at 10:45 uh, on Thursday, July the 9th, then this is uh, uh, Open Road. Um, if you do head to openroad.com, um, it is actually um, Looking like a very interesting uh, idea, but they're keeping it very much on the download uh, in terms of um, their promotion for it. This is going to be the first real rollout for Open Road, um, but it's looking like uh, it could be the, the sleeper hit of the next uh, 12 months. Uh, but that is basically going to be the palate cleanser before, or the, the kind of like the soft open uh, before 12 o'clock 
which is Hunger Games Mockingjay, Mockingjay Part 2. Then you've got um, the fan favourite, of course, which is Trailer Park. Uh, 2.15 is going to be the Doctor Who uh, Beats the Americas official panel, uh, followed at 3.45 by Conman, Fan Revolt, 13 um, and then wrapping things up, you have the world premiere of Scooby-Doo and Kiss Rock and Roll Mystery. Now, um, to very quickly run through that uh, lineup again, Hunger Games obviously is going to be a massive draw. Um, considering that, uh, it doesn't say anything about the cast that's going to be uh, in the room for that. However, um, there is rumour on the grapevine that, um, yes, Jennifer is going to be there, uh, mm. along with a number of the other uh, major cast as well, because they are wanting to give it the big final farewell. And uh, Hunger Games has always been well represented at Comic-Con, so a lot of people is going to be uh, queuing up very early for that uh, particular panel. Uh, Doctor Who, the America's official panel at 2.15. Now, this obviously is going to be incredibly uh, popular, if anything, because of the massive success of uh, Doctor Who on BBC America. It's um, certainly outstripped uh, the numbers that um, uh, previous seasons have had, which uh, I was... Very curious to see how it's going to pan out with the new Doctor, but um, obviously Peter Capaldi has gone down incredibly well. Um, Peter Capaldi, Jenna Coleman, Michelle Gomez and Stephen Moffat, it's pretty much a star-studded group for that panel. And if anything, uh, that is going to be uh, something that is going to get people queuing up, if not from um, midnight, uh, it's going to be a little bit earlier than that. Uh, I think for Hall H... On Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, you are if you are wanting to be certainly in the front two thirds, you're looking at a, a bit of a, a very early morning or a, a late afternoon campout uh, for you. Uh, I, uh, I think this year for Hall H, you won't need to camp out. You don't think? No, not at all. I mean, sarcastic, <laughs> <okay>, but <laughs> I hate Hall H. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. If you want to follow John's advice, then if you want to rock up at about five to eight, I'm sure yeah. you'll be fine. Exactly. Fine. Tell him I sent you. Tell yeah. Johnson. Yeah. You'll get right in. <laughs> in the Conman panel, if anything, for the sheer length of it, because it's uh, at quarter to four till uh, quarter past five, so an hour and a half on this thing, um, which means I think we're going to be looking at some screenings. Um, we don't know how long the actual episodes are for Conman uh, so far, uh, mm-hmm. but they have been working on uh, that program for pretty much every day over the last um, two, three weeks now, shooting constantly. So I think they may even have uh, episodes pretty much prepped for screening. Um, it does have Alan Tudyuk involved, and it does have uh, Nathan Fillion, along with Mindy Serling as well. But um, I did send a tweet out to uh, the producer, PJ, um, uh, as at Hazma, um, and I did get the response. Uh, which guests are they going to be having? Considering that the guest list for Con Man is just stellar, uh, he, uh, Alan Tudyk has really pretty much called in every favour he can to get uh, people involved. And apparently, the guest list for Con Man is just through the roof. So that's going to be a long panel, but it's going to be packed um, in terms of content. So that's going to be rather cool. Kiss on stage. Well, I mean, Kiss and uh, Comic Con, the relationship between the two has always been uh, long and established, so uh, that's going to be uh, quite an interesting panel for uh, fans of KISS. Yeah, I think for uh, Thursday, and like I say, for Friday as well, I think you're looking at a very early start. Um, We are going to talk about conflicts in a second, but um, I think when it comes to um, 
camping out and also camping in uh, for the, 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 the shows. I mean, for example, if you are wanting to get in for Conman, I think you are going to be looking at um, very much uh, a camp out. I don't know if there's going to be much in terms of people who will leave uh, from uh, Doctor Who because there is that kind of very uh, Brit, sarky humour uh, running throughout Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk's work. So I think that is going to appeal between the, the two. So, yeah, there's not going to be a great deal of uh, switch around on that. Um, you may be able to show up on the morning and possibly get in for afternoon panels, but you're certainly not going to get anywhere near the front. Uh, so uh, do be aware that that's going to happen. On Friday, you have the 16th annual animation show of shows, which is uh, moderated by Ron Diamond, which is a program of new award-winning short films, but mostly unknown by the public and many portrait documentaries about selected filmmakers. Another soft open for that particular show uh, lineup on uh, the Friday. Before, of course, the massive run of panels. If anything, if you're not too sure about animation shows, you're going to get a bit of an education, especially if you are a fan of The Walking Dead, of uh, Game of Thrones, and, of course, Star Wars. Um, these are going to be absolutely massive panels. They're going to be packed, and they're going to be packed very early. Uh, you're going to get people that will be camping in through the course of the entire day. So you're looking at uh, camping out if you are wanting definitely to get into that room. Um, and I don't even think we're looking at uh, 12 till 3 either. You are looking at late afternoon. Mm-hmm. Pretty much from the moment the line forms, you are going to need to be in that line if you are certainly going to want to be in for. Uh, the Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. Uh, beyond that, Star Wars, it's going to pretty much be the seismic bomb that we all kind of know it's going to be. In terms of what time it's going to be, obviously everyone's very disappointed that it's at 5.30. I thought it was going to be a little bit earlier on in the day, if anything, because of the rest of the Star Wars content that is uh, happening throughout the course of the convention on the Friday. However, that's the date they've chosen by the time they've chosen, and I think it's more a case of, because of all the other stuff that's happening throughout the course of that day, in terms of Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, that Brave New Warriors um, panel that's happening at 4 o'clock with Zachary Levi, with Kevin Durand, with uh, Michael Kudlitz from The Walking Dead, I think it's going to be more a case of you. It's, they're looking for the hardcore fans. They're looking for the ones that are willing to actually make the effort to do the camp out to sit through The Walking Dead. They're looking for the dedicated, and that's what's going to be in the room for Star Wars. If you had it very early on in the morning, you could just kind of commit to the camp, you could commit to the um, the sleeping out overnight and get the panel and get it out of the way. Late on in the afternoon, you're looking for the committed. I, I don't. I don't agree. If that is the issue, I don't agree with that because each one of those other shows have huge followings as well. And if you get all Star Wars fans in the morning, then people are, that are Game of Thrones fans or the other show fans, they're they're not going to see it, and they're hardcore fans as well. Sure. But I think Star Wars is going to be huge. I just wish it was going to be to give more chances for other people to get into the panel. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but I mean, do you agree? We're looking at camp house. Certainly oh, so. definitely, yeah. Oh, I, I, avoid, I avoid Hall H like the plague for the most part. There's a lot of panels I would love to see, but it, I, 
it's one day out of five or something that I'm in San Diego and I can't see myself camping out for an entire day just to see one panel. Mm-hmm. There's more other things that I could do. Mm-hmm. But I totally can understand people wanting to go to Hall H and camp out, but you're needed going to be there about the afternoon the day before. Okay. I, I think it's really kind of a question of, of whether or not you want the whole experience. I mean, I've got yeah. like three panels that I want to see on Friday that are have you know that are going to be walk-ins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so That's why, not, That's awesome. why not get the full experience, walk the floor, you know, talk to a few people as opposed to um, that one that one panel. But I'm not a fangirl, fanboy. Yeah. You know, and and that's great. I mean, thankfully, we're the nerd culture has (laughs) everything. (laughs) There's so much to do, at least for me, there's so much to do around the convention center and in the convention center. But if people love that, there are those hardcore fans. And more power to them if you want to do that. Unfortunately, that's uh, it's not for me. Well, I mean, that kind of like leads me on to uh, Kimberly then. So, okay, which is it going to be? Is it going to be Orphan Black? Or is it going to be Star Wars? It's going to be Star Wars. I, I, and I love Orphan Black, but it, I, Game of Thrones has always been in Barroom 20, and I've never been able to go to a panel because I am always in Hall H. And the fact that they've got it in there before Star Wars, to me, I mean, I, I, I want to I wanna actually get to see this panel once. Um, mm-hmm. And I have the chance now. I'm not really a big Walking Dead fan. I mean, I'll watch it. Um, it's a good show, but I'm not like a diehard fan. But yeah. like I said, I watched the show, so it's. I would all of those panels. Um, I would watch. I wouldn't fall asleep in or anything. I would like sit up and watch them. So yeah. to me, I've got like content that entire day. Now, ask will you, okay. me. Will, will you on, stick around for Kevin Smith at the end? Oh, no, I don't. I don't. It depends. <laughs> See, ask me Thursday at 9 a.m. when people are lining up for this panel whether I, I, I feel like it's worth it now. Um, at, right now, I feel like I'm, I'm going to do it. But, um, I always tend to think that I'm younger than I am. And once I start doing this stuff, my body reminds <laughs> me exactly how old I am. So we will see. With, with the saving grace for Hall H, I think, though, especially for the Star Wars Day, is that there are a lot of good panels before it. It's just not a whole bunch of like junk panels and then Star Wars. There, it's I can understand if someone wants to camp out at Hall H because there are a ton of good panels there. Mm-hmm. So I guess I can understand that a little more. And it's if it's as long as it was something that that's worthwhile throughout the day. But if it was just like say Star Wars you wanted to go see or one thing at the end of the day, but you're there all day long, for me it just you lose a little bit. Mm-hmm. But let's have a couple of questions from the Q and A, because uh, we've got one or two people that are uh, kind of uh, <laughs> tearing up a little bit about um, just the the wealth of uh, uh, content that uh, we've already talked about. We've only done two days. Uh, this is Jesse Lynn. I'm still crying that Hannibal is on Saturday night in Ballroom 20, so directly conflicts with Fox in Hall H, and Deadpool is almost a sure thing thing for that panel. We are going to talk about uh, Saturday Hall H very soon indeed. Uh, Gary, quickly, my Friday panel is the Back in Time uh, panel at, taking place at 6.30 in room 24ABC. Not the biggest room at all. Um, it's the about the Back to the Future documentary. Um, I think that it just demonstrates that there is so much going on at Comic-Con that you can walk into pretty much every corner and there will be something there to, uh, to be seen. Thank you very much indeed for that. Um, 
let's see what else we've got uh, in terms of the Thursday and Friday stuff. Um, actually, that's a very good question. This is from Neil Williamson. Has anyone seen a Penny Dreadful panel yet? Uh, no one seen, I can't seem to find one this year. I haven't had a look at somebody yet. Has that happened yet? I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything either, which is kind of odd. Okay. Might have to have a look for that. Thank you very much indeed for that question. Neil? Um, let's have a look. Uh, Janine Lacaro is asking, I wonder if Conman will do a Nerd HQ panel. Um, Most definitely. That's... that's- yeah. Go, uh, that's what I was going to say. It could be your saving grace for Orphan Black if if uh, there's a panel in NerdHQ. Oh, I'm sure there will be, and I'm sure it'll be right smack in the middle of uh, Saturday or Friday. Yeah. I mean, that's usually usually when it is, and it's okay. I saw them at WonderCon, um, okay. and yeah, so I just I'm a little upset about it, but we, because there's a Star Wars panel every year, I mean, yeah. there isn't so. Okay, uh, Gary quickly saying, I sat through the Big Bang Theory panel last year. No actors and just the writers pr- present. However, despite this, it was a really enjoyable panel. And uh, a very big question, uh, a big statement here from uh, Neil Williamson again. Uh, Do you guys feel that blogs and hangouts such as this can inadvertently cause people to panic and start to create cues earlier and earlier? There's something that actually I'm hoping that we're going to be bringing up at um, another little panel that's taking part at 10 o'clock on Thursday morning, uh, which is the Wrath of Con bloggers. And I, you, I do um, I think hope that it uh, gets uh, brought up as a topic because it is a very important thing that hangouts like this where we talk about uh, what time people are queuing up and it can kind of cause lines before they actually can start. But I think what we are talking about are very optimistic um, thoughts about when those cues are, and lines are going to uh, start. So, I mean, we're certainly not... Um, I mean, if I was going to go off on one, I'd say that Star Wars uh, lineups could even start on the 4th of July and people mm-hmm. could be queuing Wars a week. But I'm, I'm not going to say that. So uh, I will say that um, the, the estimates that I think we're putting forward aren't too wildly out of whack. Although it's a very good uh, topic, and thank you very much, Andrew, for bringing it up. I hope we will bring it up at the Wrath of Con Bloggers, uh, room 14A on 10, uh, 10 o'clock on Thursday. Uh, which is how, do you feel, how do you feel about opening the convention? <laughs> um, well, you know, I, I, I like to think that if you start strong, then the convention can only really build from there. Um, <laughs> it's myself, it's Alyssa Franks, it's uh, Megan Gotch, and it's moderated by uh, Tony Kim. Um, we, we'll talk about that um, a little bit later, but that's the panel. Thank you very much indeed for the question, uh, Neil. Okay, so let's quickly uh, spend the next 45 minutes, or however long we can crack on with, um, the rest of the schedule. So let's go on to uh, Saturday and Sunday, and we'll start again with John. So, Ballroom 20. Oh, that's me. Kimberly. Oh, sorry, um, it was, no, it was. Who did we start with? Kimberly. We start with Kimberly. Okay, then. Sorry, right, do apologize. I'm, yeah, lack of sleep. Okay, okay then. So it's just, it. it's going to be Saturday because there's no Ballroom 20 on Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Starts off with Once Upon a Time. I Gosh, I want to see this panel so badly, and I never can. Just, they do this on purpose. It was always, like, Saturday, and I can never go. But big following, Once Upon a uh, one at a Time. It's got a big... A big following. So the good news is it's first. Um, 
So some fans might leave after that, and you might be able to get it. Um, after that is TV Guide Magazine, fan favorites. Um, and I'll go into that in a little bit. And then after that is The Simpsons. Then you've got Seth MacFarlane's animation block. I, it's so funny. I'm glad that they, like, call it this now because that's what it always <laughs> has been. But they usually just put the names of the shows, and he stays out there for hours and hours and hours. Um, but, yes. So that's his animation block there. Then you've got Grimm Season 5, another panel I'd really like to see because I do watch Grimm. Um, and it's in the middle It's in the middle of the day. Uh, after that, Stars Outlander, which I believe is, is pretty popular. I'm, I'm surprised yeah, to see the bar in 20 uh, because I think it was in a smaller uh, room uh, last year. So um, after that is Hannibal. Um, and we know that this is the last season of Hannibal, so could be a big presence there. And then you've got the uh, Masquerade um, after that. So, yeah, that is that is Ballroom 20. Uh, for the TV Guide fan uh, favorites, I believe they've got somebody from um, iZombie, uh, The Odd Couple, The Walking Dead, uh, Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. Um, um Wendy uh, McLennan-Covey from The Goldbergs, which is a very funny show. That is like, that show cracks me up. Oh my gosh, Ming-Na Wen from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't want to go to that. Um, uh, Massey Williams from Game of Thrones. So, yeah, that is a that is a big panel. I take that back. Maybe people will not leave. Um, and... Yeah, so for uh, Seth MacFarlane's, it's it's uh, Family Guy and American Dad, so all those that he's in, and I think they say they've got a new project called Border Town that mm-hmm. he's going to be a part of, so that will be him, and of course a lot of the cast like Seth Green and Ryan Boyle and Scott Grimes, so a lot of the cast is going to be there too. So Very it's fun. that's a big day. That is a big day. Uh, I would imagine a camp out for that as well. Okay. Man, I want to go. <laughs> Is any, anybody I'm, going I'm to Conan? I'm starting to see a, a very distinct theme with uh, Kimberly's um, updates here. She, I'm seeing a lot of this. It's, <laughs> man, I want to go. And then we talk about somebody else's room. Man, I want to go. I'm, I know. <laughs> you don't, but I, I avoided, like I looked at titles, I avoided reading because I knew that this would happen. I knew it would just do that, and it would put me into a foul mood. So, But since we're talking about it, I'm reading through the descriptions, and I'm like, oh. Okay. Right. Uh, let's move on to uh, John, then, which is in the Indigo. Okay, I'm going to burn through these for the sake of time. But um, 10 a.m., you got Last Man on Earth with uh, the cast, the TV show, Uh at 10, um, and then it seems like sci-fi is taking over that room because you got Childhood's End um, from sci-fi at 11 with a lot of the cast and the creators of that. Uh, 12 o'clock, you got 12 Monkeys, another sci-fi series that's coming there. Uh, well, it's coming out with season two. And then you've got The Nerdist Industries with Chris Hardwick, um, Dan, Dan Casey, Malik Forte. Um, a lot of the, the Nerdist Industries panel is going to be there, so it's just going to be a big kind of nervous panel. Uh, after that, you've got The Awesomes, which is a TV show. It's a cartoon animation that's on Hulu, which was created by Seth Meyers. So Seth, Seth Meyers will be there um, for the panel. 
Um, it's actually a pretty cool show. I, I do enjoy. There's two seasons on Hulu right now, so go check that out if you haven't. Um, that's at 2 p.m. Uh, 3 p.m. You got uh, John Barrowman uh, from Torchwood, from Arrow, uh, and Doctor Who. Um, he's got his own panel. He's gonna. It sounds like he's gonna be singing, dancing, and acting, maybe. Uh, but he's gonna be there for an hour. So if you like him, he's gonna be at three. Um, four o'clock is The Expanse, um, which is a new show that's gonna be on Sci-Fi starting in December. Um, director from Breaking Bad, Children, Children of Men, and Iron Man. Um, yeah, that's on. That's at four o'clock. And then 5.30, Z Nation, uh, series season two is going to be premiering on sci-fi. So it seems like sci-fi is kind of taking over um, the Indigo Ballroom on Saturday. Yeah. Big presence. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't know how big those shows are, but I would assume you wouldn't have to camp necessarily the night before, but you probably want to get there a little early. Childhood End is new, I know, because I'm really interested in that. It hasn't started. I don't think it starts until December. Somebody, um, yeah, somebody on the forum said that they were going to stand up in, in the Childhood's End panel and say, uh, don't screw this up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> yeah. you're taking on Clark, don't screw it up. Clark fan, I can probably be the one oh. backing that person up, absolutely. Yeah, it's it, high potential here, but um, if, if they can pull it off, I, I'm really looking forward to it. But I love Clark anyway. Have always have, always will. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm, uh, I'm very curious about that um, Nerdist Industries panel purely because, uh, well, number one, obviously you've got Chris Hardwick and Nerdist taking over Petco Park already. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but then again, you've also had the uh, the panel which we talked earlier about Felicia Day and uh, the uh, her. Uh, efforts. They're also kind of combining forces and taking over Pecto Park. At the end of the day, this is just going to be a um, panel about their lineup uh, on the YouTube channel. So it's um, beyond the podcast, um, I mean, the Nerdist News, I, I can't think of anything that kind of jumps out at people in terms of uh, Nerdist. I'm, I'm personally thinking that this panel at one o'clock uh, on the Saturday is just going to be demonstrating that Chris Hardwick can, in fact, appear in every room. <laughs> pretty much. I think that's pretty much his goal. And yeah. not only, with the way that he is appearing pretty much everywhere and anywhere, I'm getting the feeling that he's found the machine that Stan Lee has used to clone himself. Mm-hmm. And just everywhere. Um, I, I just I find it a very bizarre panel to go uh, in. But there we go. Um, so 6BCF. Okay. Um, it, it seems, to be honest with you, that on Saturday they're doing this um, TV show comic thing again on 6BCF because they've got, and I'm going in no particular order, they've got uh, the Marvel Cup of Joe, they've got a person of interest, they've got containment, um, and an hour with Adam Savage, and they've got a quick draw and cartoon voices and Marvel animations. So they're bouncing back and forth between the two of them. The the one the two panels that stick out in my mind on six BCF are the Marvel Cup of Joe, which I love the just the wild nature of of anything can happen in in the um in the Cup of Joe panel, but also containment. 
um, looks to be an interesting show for next fall uh, about uh, a virus outbreak in Atlanta and death zones and all of that sort of stuff. But I love that those kinds of shows anyway. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> well, you know, what can I say? Fun to be around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, Sunday uh, is last day of summer. World premiere of a Lego DC Comics superhero. World premiere of Batman Unlimited, Monster Mayhem, and Buffy. Uh, So it seems like it's kind of dialing back a little bit on the 6BCF there. Want to go into gems? Uh, Very quickly, I just want to... uh talk about that um, that lineup on the Sunday actually. Um, that last day of summer is the final farewell for Phineas and Ferb, so I can imagine that will be a popular oh. um, uh, do keep an eye open for that if you are wanting to go in considering they are pretty much having the vast majority of the, the voice cast show up and indeed the uh, the content officer, uh, sorry the default uh, people, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Provermeyer who's the voice of uh, Doofenshmirtz Always a good giggle, so uh, it's, uh, that's going to be interesting. And also the uh, the uh, world premiere of Batman Unlimited Monster Mayhem, which, I mean, anything Batman at the moment in terms of the video games and also the animations are incredibly popular. Um, so um, you may be looking at, uh, get, and that's a one o'clock panel, you may be looking at getting there a good hour or so beforehand if you are wanting to get into that panel. Uh, considering that uh, apparently there's going to be a couple of uh, surprise guests as well, and most of the voice cast are kicking around uh, in town. So do pay attention for that one. Okay. Um, what we've done is we've looked through uh, the um, uh, the schedule so far. Oh, no, I haven't done Hall H yet. Yeah, I was going to say Hall oh. H. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is, this is, sorry, let's just to very quickly explain... Alyssa doesn't do Hall H, so she doesn't even consider it on the radar. <laughs> yeah, okay. Unfortunately, however, it does exist, so we uh, we have to consider it. Yeah, it's on special line. Yeah, and it, yeah. it siphons off 6,000, 10,000 people. It's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah. Well, let's start right at the very top then. Saturday at 10.30. Um, it just says the words, a sneak peek at a few upcoming releases from Warner Brothers. <laughs> that doesn't even scratch the surface of what uh, could be on display on this particular uh, panel. You're looking at Suicide Squad, you're looking at Deadpool, you're looking at Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. Um, hopefully, uh, we're going to be getting a little bit more uh, than what Warner Brothers presented um, last year, considering we did pretty much have Smile and Wave. Uh, they rolled out um, the... Uh, the three main actors from uh, Batman vs. Superman, they said hi and then left. It was <laughs> so embarrassing. So I'm certain that they'll be wanting to do a damn sight more than that uh, this year. Um, but there's so much that uh, Warner Brothers uh, are bringing. It's going to be a... this is It's pretty much solid all the way through the entire day. Uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, people have been talking about that as being a kind of dark horse uh, kind of uh, panel, considering that um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter wasn't exactly the smash hit that um, I'm certain uh, they were expecting. But considering you do have uh, Lily James, Sam Riley, Jack Houston, and 
Matt Smith on that panel, that's going to be uh, quite uh, a, a massive draw because all the Doctor Who fans, of course. Uh, yeah. Oh, hello. Uh, Kimberly didn't realise about that, hasn't she? Yes, she has. Uh, that's 12.15 uh, till 1.15. 1.30 till um, uh, 12, uh, 2.15 is uh, Quentin Tarantino rolling out uh, cast and crew with uh, The Hateful Eight. Um, I suspect this is going to be very similar to the uh, panel which he did for Django a couple of years back. Uh, you'll see a couple of clips. You'll have a couple of cast members being all incredibly wacky and individual. Uh, Dom Johnson uh, for that Django, I'll never forget, I'm never going to get that out of my head anytime. <laughs> that was just a very weird um, uh, experience. But um, the cast for um, Django, uh, for uh, Hateful Eight is just off the scale, so that's going to be a, a, a busy panel. 2.30, you have uh, legendary pictures. Now, we know the three films they're going to be covering, which is going to be Warcraft, um, Krampus, and also Crimson Peak. Um, we don't know uh, confirmed as to who's actually going to be on those panels as yet. Um, but if we have uh, for um, Crimson Peak, if we have Tom Hiddleston roll out, then the room's going to go nuts. So obviously that's going to be uh, a, a very strong thing. Chris Hardwick is going to be uh, moderating, moderating that panel, which is where I'd like to just very quickly check what time his panel is um, for everything else and whether he's actually going to make it. So all over the place. It's going to be uh, somewhere. The legendary well. pictures are going to be bringing um, a hell of a lot of content for that panel. It's uh, big enough as it is. Then you have the um, highly debated panel, um, which people... It's, in the UK, we call it a Marmite moment. You either love it or you hate it. Um, it is Entertainment Weekly's Women Who Kick Ass. Um, I think it's... I mean, the panel as an actual lineup is just absolutely incredible. Gal Gadot is on there uh, from Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones and Star Wars. It doesn't mention Star Wars on here, but um, yeah, she's uh, in the uh, the listing. Haley Atwell from Agent Carter and Kathy Bates uh, providing the uh, uh, the established actor element of that lineup. I think that's going to be an incredibly interesting lineup. Last year. It was very much a case of um, somebody with a very feminist and very strong feminist agenda that wanted to kind of drive a very aggressive agenda uh, onto, onto the panel. And the panelists weren't having any of it. They were all about the work, uh, mm -hmm. how to um, uh, actually kind of uh, really talk about what it is to create strong female characters. And this bunch of actors or actresses they look like that's going to be a very similar setup. So that, I, I think that's going to be an interesting panel to sit through. Um, and then at 450, uh, 45, sorry, you have a panel which you kind of expect or have seen in the past in somewhere like Ballroom 20 and Indigo, which is Dark Horse, an afternoon with Joss Whedon. Um, considering that at this point Joss Whedon hasn't got anything on his plate at all and he is determined to make sure that that's not going to change. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Uh, that's not going to change. He's having a nice, relaxing time of it um, after that punishing uh, Avengers Age of Ultron um, production. It's going to be interesting to see exactly what that panel's going to be like. Um, whether it's going to be just kind of like a celebration of Joss Whedon. Either way, um, it's going to be a fun uh, little uh, panel, if anything, because then you have 20th Century Fox, which is going to be absolutely huge. 
Um, sorry, we've just uh, uh, someone's just saying, is can somebody hear somebody's TV in the background? I just want to just check. <laughs> With regard, oh, it might be me actually. Yeah, it might be a little bit loud. <laughs> Bear with me a second. There we go. Twentieth um, Century Fox, you're looking at uh, X Men. You're looking at Fantastic Four. You're looking at some uh, pretty impressive talent that could show up. Um, if anything, I guarantee Fox has also been watching the way that Marvel wrap up uh, the panel day in Hall H, and they are going to be damn sure that they blow the roof off that uh, particular room as the last panel of the day. <laughs> Considering you then have a little bit of a break, uh, at which point you then have the um, what is now becoming a, a regular feature at in Hall H, which is the Warner Brothers Television and DC Entertainment Screening Block, People are getting a little bit wound up by this, considering that you have panels such as Arrow and The Flash, which in the past have warranted their own panels, but they're all lumped in one uh, setup, and you may have a lot of seats on a two-tier setup with everyone uh, joining. For that one, you have Gotham. You have a full um, pilot screening of Supergirl. You have, um, like I say, uh, Arrow, and you have uh, The Flash as well, including um, a new show, which is DC's Legends of Tomorrow, um, which does feature a number of the Flash and Arrow uh, cast, um, so there's going to be a bit of a crossover for that. But that's going to be a big show as well, considering that it is uh, 8 till 11 on the Saturday, after, uh, Saturday evening. Basically, that is a non-stop solid uh, amount of programming, and... Um, I think you're going to see a lot of camping uh, in for that particular room uh, for that particular uh, day, considering that it is such a strong uh, lineup throughout the course of that day. Right, so this has come straight off the um, off the, the the website, considering that uh, in actual fact we knew all of these already because they had been confirmed by um, cast and crew, so we kind of knew this lineup already. This is uh, Sunday, July 12th, 10 o'clock start with uh, Vampire Diaries. Which is going to be a special video presentation and Q&A. 11.15, Supernatural special vid, uh, video presentation and Q&A again. And then at 12.30, American Horror Story and Screen Queens. Um, we have had people asking um, uh, what uh, time to kind of line up for this panel or for this day, considering that Vampire Diaries is uh, incredibly popular. I think you're going to be looking at a very early start to your day, uh, if I'm just going to stay nice and optimistic for that one. Um, it's an uh, H2, which is weird. I think actually, I don't know if any of those shows will fill Hall H. So I don't know if it's. it's so mm, I think these are more shows that I think you might be able to walk into the panels, but you're going to be at the back. Um, there's going to be a sizable chunk of people, but I don't think they're going to be absolute room fillers. Uh, for Hall H, in my opinion. You jump in on the Q&A and tell me I'm wrong, absolutely. <laughs> and then you have, um, uh, to wrap things up, uh, which is the FX TV block, which is featuring Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll, The Strain, and a sneak peek of a, a show called uh, The Bastard Executioner. Uh, I think it's more a case of just the talent that's on uh, display on this one, which is going to draw people in. Dennis Leary for um, Sex, Drugs and Rock and Roll. Um, along with Robert Kelly and uh, Elizabeth Gilliatt. And then uh, you also have, like I say, this, uh, the, the, the show The Strain, which is Guillermo del Toro's uh, creation. 
um, along with David Bradley, uh, Kevin Durand, and uh, Natalie Brown. And then for an epic finale, a world premiere of um, the Bastard Executioner, which is Kurt Sutter's uh, new show, which is the guy behind um, Sons of Anarchy. Like I say, it's a strong lineup, but I don't think it's going to be something that you are going to have to camp out for if you want to get in the room. And certainly by the back end, you're not going to be uh, struggling for a seat. I think the only one that may get a bit of interest is the 145, the one that's banging in the middle of all of that, which is the Heroes Reborn. Um, I think the thing about this is it's incredibly popular and people are talking about it, but at the end of the day, people are remembering season one, which is, as possible, some of the best television that has ever been made. And then people are remembering <laughs> season two. Yep, yep. I blame the writer. When it all goes south. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's when people are now, that's the question mark which people are uh, putting over this series. And if anything, people are going to show up just out of sheer curiosity to see what that um, show, where it's going to land uh, between the two. But on the Sunday, I don't think you're looking too difficult to get into most of that room uh, for the course of that day. Okay. Um, we'll come back to the Q&A in a second. I'll cover that uh, when we come back to um, our uh, little gems. So let's go through um, the um, selections that we've had. We'll start with Alyssa. Um, your hidden gems, please. The um, the nobility panel is at the Neil Morgan Auditorium in the library at 10.30 to 11.30 on Friday. It uh, is called Firefly Meets the Office. Uh, it's Walter um, Koring, uh, Star Trek TOS, Babylon 5, Doug Jones from Falling Skies, uh, Christopher Judge, Stargate, uh, Tori Higginson, Stargate, um, Cass Avnar, Adriana Wilkinson uh, from Xena, uh, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and Darren Jacobs, and a bunch of other people too. I did forgive me for for mispronouncing everybody's names. <laughs> um, basically, what they says uh, will be captivated by the antics of the misfit crew of the Starship Nobility as they debut exciting, never-before-seen footage of this action-packed new series. Given the um, the lineup of people that are going to it, it sounds really fun. Um, and I may actually find figure out where the library is. Get out of the convention center <laughs> and do that. Um, another, another fun one that I'm looking forward to is uh, Babylon with the cast of Babylon 5. That's on Saturday at 2 o'clock. Um, it's got uh, the captain, Ivanova, Delenn, Londo, um, Lanier, Garibaldi, Veer, and yes, I am using the, the character names, and Lita will all be there, and as will Byron. Um, which is a fun. If you enjoyed the show years ago, that's that's a fun retrospective. Another odd little one is called Technology as a Costuming Tool. 
and it has a number of people um, from the unions, of a variety of Yahtzee um, 750, and costumers from well-known movies who talk about how to use utilize technology um, in the creation of costumes for film and television. So that's that one. That one looks interesting if you're into cosplay and adding some some fun little things into your new costume. And that's it for me. Fair enough. Um, uh, let's go down the line. Let's go to Kimberly. Your three gems, please. Okay. I I put this on here because I didn't know if we were going to talk about it or somebody else is going to bring it up, but I can. Pass on it if we are, but I put Wrath of Pawn bloggers because I feel like you oh, should talk oh, about. Oh boy! So, I don't know. Are you going to talk about it later, Leonard, or should I go ahead and talk about it right now? Yeah, I think we're going to talk. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Um, okay. If anything, because I mean, we have a question that's come in on the Q and A saying which cupboard have they placed this particular um, panel in? Um, it's going to be in the mezzanine level. Uh, which is where they used to run the uh, games. They've actually they're rearranging how they're doing games this year. Uh, and uh, basically, if you go to the back of the exhibition floor, up the escalators to that um, second, uh, the mid level, the mezzanine level, um, it's in 14A in there. Mm-hmm. Now, at which point you'd think, okay, fine, um, it's a small little panel, but considering that 130 people have signed up um, as attending for this panel already. Um, We're going to have to camp out for that one, too. That's a frightening prospect, but um, it's going to be, a, it's gonna be a, good, a, big, a busy room, and it's good, because it, I think it is an important um, topic to cover. So, yes, uh, but thank you very much indeed for, for picking that. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> what else have you um, spotted? Okay, so class of 1985, the greatest geek uh, movies of Don't Forget About Us. Um, which is interesting to me because I, it just very uh, recently started watching 80s movies. I did not watch them back in the day. But like at Breakfast Club, I was late to the party. Um, I really only saw Goonies for the first time like three years ago. Uh, and totally loved I know. And totally loved it. So some of the movies are going over Clue, Goonies, Weird Science. I did see that when I was a kid, and I loved that movie. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Lady Hawk, loved that movie. A legend. So there's a lot of big movies that they're going over, and I, I think that would really be interesting if I can make it. It is Thursday at 2 p.m. in room 5AB. Um, right. So next, I have the nerd in the classroom. Sci-fi as an educational tool, and I work in education, so um, I like something like this. It is at the library, and it's Thursday at 4. Um, but they're going to talk about um, student created comic, student created comics as a narrative, and those kind of meeting national standards, um, and using that to keep students engaged, which I think is very interesting because I do work um, in a high school, and keeping that age group engaged can be trying at times. So um, I that find very, that, that was that was very carefully worded there. <laughs> I find that. I find that very interesting. I think it would be a really cool panel uh, to see. Um, and besides the Wrath of the Con bloggers, which I am very excited about, I did put ILM's 40th anniversary um, just because I'm a big Industrial Light and Magic fan. I love visual effects, 
and they're going to go over advances in the last 40 years, which is going to be really, really interesting. And that's Friday at 2 p.m. at 7 uh, AB. If anyone goes to that panel, uh, could you do me a massive favor? Because it's a question that I've always wanted to put to ILM. Because I, uh, like Kimberly, massive fan. And I've also bought the, I don't know if anyone's seen the massive um, coffee table books that are available. I mean, I, I bought mm-hmm. them for like £100, so about 70 dollars huge coffee table books and one covers all the the model history back from when Star Wars and when George Lucas formed it but then it has a very distinct line and there's the second book which is all about into the digital realm. Mm -hmm. If you could actually pin somebody down and ask them why they don't do models anymore, that'd be great if you could (laughs) because come on, I'm I'm with the the guy from Weta who was also bemoaning the fact that they didn't make models for The Hobbit it was all digital. I'm sorry, but it looks better if you build it. Yeah. That's just me. Truth. So, excellent. Thank you very much indeed for those three. Um, John, uh, which ones have you spotted? Okay, all of mine are Friday, which is another <laughs> annoying part because I'm going to the Conan uh, taping on Friday, so <laughs> I'm going to be missing a whole chunk of things, which is annoying, but it's still going to be fun. Uh, the first one I have is the Kung Fury uh, panel, which is at 7 p.m. in room 6BCF. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, if they haven't seen that movie, go to YouTube, um, search for Kung Fury, and watch that 30-minute movie. It's a fantastic, like, police cop movie that's supposed to be based in, like, the 80s, and there's time travel, dinosaurs, and everything else. So go check that out. But the, the director's going to be there. Also, David Hasselhoff is going to be there. He's going to be part of that panel. He's going to be um, everywhere people. this year. Uh, yeah, he's, it's crazy. But uh, he'll be there. Uh, some of the, the, the actors will be there. Go check that out. That's on Friday, 7 p.m. in room 6 BCF. Uh, my second one is the Scott C. Great Showdown panel. Uh, I'm a, I like to collect art, and I'm a fan of artists. So uh, if you don't know Scott C., Google him and check out some of his work. He's going to have his own panel at 2 p.m. on Friday in room 29AB. Does that sound right? I believe that's what it is. Um, go check that out. I think one of the, some uh, they're going to be giving out some uh, limited edition masks as well as he's going to be drawing someone in the audience. So uh, check out his work, and that might be another cool panel to, to see. Um, and then my third one is Cartoon Network's Clarence and Friends Pajama Party. This one's at 8 o'clock. Um, on Friday in room 7AB, and that's going from um, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., which uh, the the head story uh, person and the voice of Clarence will be there. He's going to show some episodes from the show, give out some prizes, and also they're going to be airing uh, the pilot episode for uh, We Bear Bears, which is going to be a new cartoon on Cartoon Network later this year. Uh, so go check that out. They're going to be giving away prizes, and you can check out different TV show, different episodes from the show. So um, those are my three. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, what I'm going to ask uh, my three guests to do is if you can have a quick look now at the Sunday schedule, which obviously we've got announced right at the top of the show. Have a look through that now, and we'll come back, and we'll very quickly, if you can pick a couple in there or anything that kind of like jumps out of you to, for us to talk about to wrap things up uh, today. Uh, I'll do my three... Um, uh, sorry, let me just uh, very quickly because we've just had a tweet come out from the Nerd Machine. This is about the uh, the conversations for a cause. Um, 
I'll just very quickly check that out and uh, see where that is because we have been waiting on that app to get sorted out. Now, the conversation for a course lineup will be announced on June 30th and will go on sale on July the 2nd. Okay? Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't got your app downloaded, now is the time to do it. Okay, my three um, picks are going to be Room 2 on Thursday between 1 and 2. This is uh, Deconic and Fraction. This is the milk-fed panel. Uh, Milk-fed is shaping up to be um, one of the next big properties in comics. Uh, Valiant obviously has had a lot of money thrown at it uh, in terms of uh, their uh, movie schedules and bringing their characters to the big screen. Uh, Obviously lots of uh, companies are seeing the massive success that uh, Marvel and DC are having and gobs of money are just being thrown at uh, the smaller independents. Your image are moving more towards the television stuff with your Robert Kirkman uh, kind of properties and that kind of thing. Uh, although um, a number of the image uh, titles are actually being taken on board by Milkfed with their arrangement with, I believe it's Universal. Um, and while the panel is going to be more about the comics end of what Deconic and Fraction do, I would hope that there's going to be some discussion about where the, uh, the, the imprint is going to go in terms of bringing Wicked Divine to the television screen, Sex Criminals... That kind of thing. I think it's going to be a very interesting panel, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they come up with. It is just going to be Deconic and Fraction, um, moderated by Lauren Sankovic, but there's a lot of the uh, talent that is being fed into Milk Fed in the building, so I would expect one or two special guests to kind of show up for that one. Um, talking about the ILM panel, which is the 40th anniversary on the Friday, if you can't make it into that or if you've got plans for your Friday, uh, there is um, another panel that's happening on the Thursday. This is happening in 25 ABC. It's happening between 1 and 2 on Thursday, and it's the Science Channel Presents Raiders, Raptors, and Rebels Behind the Magic of ILM. So um, it's going to be kind of like a complimentary um, panel if you can't make the 40th anniversary one. Um, I, there's a lot of people involved on, the, on the, the actual guest list for that panel, and I think it's going to be an interesting way to see it if your Friday is all completely booked up. So that's on Thursday, room 25 ABC uh, between 1 and 2. And last but not least for me is on Saturday between 11 and 12 in room 28 DE. Another small room, but a ton of talent. This is for the Will Eisner Champion of the Graphic Novel panel. Will Eisner, of course, um, is being celebrated heavily this year What with the anniversary of the Spirit. Um, of course, you've got the Will Eisner Awards that happen in the Indigo Ballroom on uh, the Friday night as well. He is pretty much ingrained in what Comic-Con is all about. Considering you have Paul Levitz, Dennis Kitchen, Jeff Smith of Bone, Sergio Aragons, and mm. Fanny, sorry, Danny Fingeroff uh, in the room for that panel. It is a wealth, a wealth of talent in that room. So if you don't know if you're going to get to see Sergio Aragon's uh, on a panel, which is always a blast, yeah. check that one out. That's on Saturday. Uh, you know, if you're not doing anything, anything on Saturday in any of the big rooms, <laughs> you're deciding to skip all of that noise of the, the big rooms. Saturday, 11 and 12, room 28. Check that out. Okay, a couple of things that are coming in on the Q&A very quickly. Um, Kerry Dixon's watching. Hello, Kerry. Thank you very much indeed. They'll be doing their panel breakdowns of Saturday and Sunday uh, later on today, so do tune in on their Hangout as well. Uh, they, and also check out the replay 
of the one they did for Thursday and Friday. Uh, very, very good indeed. Uh, but their talk, uh, Kerry's uh, message in saying there's no Penny Dreadful panel, but they are going to be on the lanyards again. So oh. go forget. Now it's mm-hmm. either a case of all the lanyards that they printed out last year and they're just doubling up, but who knows. <laughs> it's a shame that uh, Penny Dreadful isn't being represented this year because it's a stunning program. Listen, if I don't understand how Hannibal has gotten cancelled and I just, I don't, I don't understand why. I mean, those two shows absolutely complement each other. And I don't understand how. I mean, I'm just hoping that it doesn't forebode for Penny Dreadful because I think there's space for both of those shows wherever they are. And Angela Copley um, has just got posted. Just as a funny note, there is a website for the eternal question: Has the whole H line started yet? If you want to go to www.hasthewholehlinestartedyet.com. I'm going to check that out now while uh, my other guests are talking about the Sunday, and I want to see what that website's all about, because that sounds bizarre. That's brilliant. Thank you very much indeed for that, uh, uh, Angela. Excellent stuff indeed. Right. Um, We'll also talk about conflicts as well very quickly, but we'll uh, talk about Sunday. Uh, We'll start with Kimberly. Uh, Have you had a look through, and is there anything that's jumped out at you? On Sunday? Yeah. Um... Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I wanted to kind of stay away from Hall H one day, um, but I am a big Heroes fan. I am a very big Heroes fan. I am not talking about the last half of the last season, um, but I love that show, and I expect big things from this Heroes Reborn. Please do not let me down. Um, so I want to see that panel because they did say scre- uh, screening. Um so I really kind of want to do that. I just don't know how I'm going to get that to work um, because I cannot live in Hall H for three days. So I'm hoping that maybe I'll be able to kind of get in, maybe in the back. I don't know. But that is the that is the one thing that stuck out uh, to me for a, for a Sunday. And it really <laughs> it really depends on how I can get into that room, what I can do the rest of the day. Okay, uh, Kimberly's going to be trying to track down uh, Chris Hardwick to work out his cloning method. Uh, yeah, I, think that's the I only feel way, like yeah. I need it. Good I feel like I need it. Oh, she, um, needs a, she needs a time turner from Harry Potter or something. She needs, yeah. Okay, uh, John, anything that's jumped out at you from your uh, very quick chance to look through the listing? Uh, the two things that I saw that I liked, uh, one was the uh, Children's Hospital, Rob Corddry, uh, TV show on Adult Swim. Um, he's going to have a panel, room 29AB, I believe it is. 25 uh, Okay, there we go. Um, and then the other one that I saw, Drawing with Jim Lee. <laughs> that is two. in room two. Can I very quickly, I'll jump in on this very quick. <laughs> That's the last panel, if it's, if it's right, that'll be the last panel in room two. Yes. Uh, room two is the Artist Alley panel, it's the how-to room. That room will be packed. It will be mm-hmm. packed early. Um, it is absolutely one of the funnest things you can go to at Comic-Con. If you can get to, get to watch Jim Lee work, do it. Um, in hall, in sorry, in uh, room two, he has this delightful way of messing around with a pen, messing around with the, the, whatever he's needing to do. You, you're watching the screen and thinking, okay. And he's actually saying to himself, he's saying out loud on the, on the stage, I, 
actually, this is this is turning into crap. I'm not too sure how this is going to work. He then brings out a white marker or something, or he brings out another size pen, and he just goes, and it's a frigging masterpiece. The guy is a genius. If you get the chance to watch him draw live, do it. That is a hell of a panel to go see. Brilliant. So there we go. Anything else that's jumped out at you? Um, Right off the bat, those were the two. Excellent. And Alyssa? Um, I've got the strain in, in Hall H sounds good. Uh, the talkback panel, of course, that's mandatory for me. Um, Kirby retrospective is sounds really good. I think that's in 5A first thing in the morning. But on an intellectual side, there's some panels happening in 6AB, um, which are probably walk-in panels, uh, but... It's the Comic Arts Conference number 16, the culture of Comic-Con, field studies of fan and market, fans and marketing. So perhaps a bit on the dry side compared to some of the, the TV panels, but uh, I, I think it, it might be an interesting retrospective on, on what it means to be in the geek tribe culture, how, how it, we get marketed to... Um, and, and so forth. There's a couple of other interesting panels in 6AB earlier that day, too, which um, if I need a, a break and a quiet place to rest and some food for the brain, I may just pop in. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much indeed for that. Right, just a, the, a couple of last comments then coming in from the Q&A. Uh, Jesse Lynn is saying, for anyone watching Sense8, there is a panel on Thursday evening in 5AB with my, uh, J. Michael Straczynski. Thank you very much indeed. That's his particular gem. Um, I don't know how well Sense8 is going uh, in the US. Um, we have yet to get it in the UK, so we, we, we're kind of a little um, shielded from it. We don't know how that's going down. Okay. Um, we've got uh, Angela Copley. Typically, typically, Indigo Ballroom on Saturday afternoon has been casual and a nice break, but doesn't know how it's going to be this year with the new shows that they have in there. It's a very good very good question, but uh, um, I think on the Saturday, I mean, we've kind of talked about that with John. It's going to be a very strong day. That's yeah. um, a shame on that one. But um, hopefully you can find somewhere to kind of uh, hide yourself. Um, let's see. Uh, Tiffany Warner. Um, I think American Horror Story, Screen Queens and Heroes Reborn will be super popular. Did Supernatural fill Hall H last year? Did anyone go? Kimberly, I'm looking at you. I I actually don't watch um, Supernatural, believe it or not. So no, I di- I didn't go. I have no idea. I think people did just walk in though. I mean, I know that there was people waiting early, but I think you people were able to walk in and into Supernatural. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I did quite like the comment as well. I think it was from Michael P. Um, regarding the Expanse. Um, apparently, the Expanse will be huge. I think he's being sarcastic. Um, the expanse will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> if I have to explain the joke, it's obviously not a very funny joke. I got it. So I got it. You got it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got. It. Got there eventually. Oh dear lord. Um, and let's see. Last minute. Um, Jesse Lynn Kimberly. Last season on NBC. Uh, this is for Hannibal. Hoping like crazy, it will get picked up by another network. Don't don't jinx it. Okay. Okay. Don't 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 jinx it. Um, uh, let's have a look. What else we've got here? 
I think everyone's just really just excited at this point. Uh, Angie, Angie Loom uh, from the Nerdy Girls. Hello, Angie. It's been a while. Uh, 6A is the best room on Friday. That's where she's going to be. Uh, excellent stuff. And um, Janine Licaro, I think like a lot of people, just waiting for the Nerd HQ panels now to be released, wishing that they didn't start panel sales on Thursday while she's working. That's a shame. Oh. Yeah, indeed. Oh. <laughs> right. Um, I think we're going to wrap things up. Just to say thank you very much indeed again to my guests today. Uh, to Kimberly, thank you very much indeed for your time. I know it's been a bit of a long show, but... Uh, Yes, where can people find you, and when's your next podcast coming up? Um, let's see. We have, I just finished um, Orphan Black. That was sad. Um, we've probably got a TV talk one coming out soon. We've got a couple of them, so you can guys just go to www.thenerdelement.com, and there's a podcast empire link there, so you can check out uh, some of the ones that we have. We should have a couple coming out this week, so... Um, yeah, or any form of social media, the nerd element, that's where you can find us. And thank you for inviting uh, me, Leonard. Appreciate it. Where can people find you on uh, social media? Oh, me? Personally, I'm at Anime23 on Twitter. That's where you can, you can find me. Uh, but I do, uh, I do tweet from at the nerd element and I just sign my name. So if you see anything that says Kim, that's me. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, John. Uh, I'll let you, you. We kept you an hour and forty-five minutes away from your kid, man, on a Sunday. That's just cruel and unusual. <laughs> All right. So, um, where can people find you? Um, they can find me at right now. I'm tweeting at uh, at uh, Nerdlink, uh, Nerd with a three. Uh, I am starting up a new podcast, which should be coming out this week with uh, Matt from Blurs on Nerds. Uh, we're kind of creating a new podcast called uh, Afternoon Snack, and so look for that. We're going to be we. We eat food and we talk about old TV shows and we we have some surprises coming up in every episode, which is uh, we're looking forward to it. And we got our first episode coming out this week, so um, I'll be tweeting more about that as it comes closer. But um, right now, uh, you can catch me at Nerdlink, and that's about it. Thanks for just having to, me on again. Just to yeah, just to remind people how to spell Nerdlink as well, because it's N three R D. L-I-N-K, which is yep. a, 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 number three instead of an E because I kind of find everything with nerd with an E, so I turn that into <laughs> Brilliant, thank you. And last but not least, Alyssa, thank you very much indeed for your time. Um, I know it's been a lot. It's a long one today. I know. I do apologize. I, I've got a couple of just quick DVR alerts. We've got uh, Atlantis, Falling Sky, Humans, Zero, uh, Zoo. And Teen Wolf all starting up in the next day or two. Reminder, clear off your DVRs and set it up for your vacation. Uh-huh. That's a good point. Thanks, <laughs> okay. You know, if, if you're going to be staying late, you don't want to miss the season opener of Strain, which happens like two days after, after uh, San Diego. <laughs> so... Um, noise cancelling headphones, power strip, earplugs. <laughs> oh. Just throwing those out there. <laughs> now you see, this is the kind of thing we're going to save for next week. Absolutely, final last awesome. tips, brilliant. Okay, um, thank you very much indeed, Alyssa. Of course, you can uh, find her at uh, friendsofcci.com/forum. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. 
And for myself, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Uh, my name is Leonard Sultana. It's been an Englishman in San Diego. You can uh, find us or find me at uh, Englishman SDCC if there's anything you want to talk about in terms of this hangout. Um, if there's any questions you want to put to, I'm certain we can put to the rest of the panel uh, afterwards and we can uh, try and get everyone's uh, opinion before we get an answer. Um, and of course, uh, I would love to have you join us for the Wrath of Con Bloggers panel on uh, the Thursday. Um, any other questions? You can jump on the uh, the uh, the website uh, uh, englishmaninsandiego.com. And what else have we got? I would like to remind you again that this is um, supported by dartbunnytees.com. Um, check us out on Tuesday. Check out the website because we will be doing a massive blowout of prize bomb that's going to be happening next Sunday. So do join us for that. It's going to be good. And last but not least, I want to just show you this, that website that I did uh, tell you about earlier. Has, Hall H, uh, has the Hall H line started yet? And nope. That's the, uh, that's the response on that. Uh, no, the Hall H line hasn't started yet. Check I'm, going to be keeping, I'm going to be keeping an eye on this website because, um, yeah, see how that pans out. Once again, I'm going to send out a shout to the SDCC blog because they are going to be doing their um, hangout as well as they tear apart the Saturday and Sunday schedules. Do tune in for those. So it'll be cool. So thank you very much indeed. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I know it's been a long one, so we'll let you get off. Um, it's not long to go now. A week and three days. One big one next week. I'm going to try and get this. Invite as many people as I possibly can. We have Jason and Jesse from The Nerd Truth. We have um, Tony from Crazy for Comic Con. We've got Alyssa who's going to be floating around from somewhere. I'm going to be inviting as many people for the final hangout. It's going to be one big last blowout. That's next Sunday from 10, 1, and 6. We'll see you later. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. We'll see you soon. Bye -bye. See you, everybody. Bye bye, everyone. Bye.